Section 17 of Aspects of Love, an Anthology. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tony Addison. Songs and Sonnets by John Donne. The Damp. When I am dead, and doctors know not why, and my friend's curiosity will have me cut up to survey each part, when they shall find your picture in my heart, you'd think a sudden damp of love will through all their senses move, and work on them as me, and so prefer your murder to the name of massacre. Poor victories! but if you dare be brave and pleasure in your conquest have first kill the enormous giant your disdain and let the enchantress honour next be slain and like a goth and vandal rise deface records and historize of your own arts and triumphs over men and without such advantage kill me then for i could muster up as well as you my giants and my witches tomb which are vast constancy and secretness but these i neither look for nor profess kill me as woman let me die as a mere man do you but try your passive valour and you shall find them in that ye've odds enough of any man the dissolution she is dead and all which died to their first elements resolved and we were mutual elements to us and made of one another my body then doth hers involve and those things whereof i consist hereby in me abundant grow and burdenous and nourish not but smother my fire of passion sighs of air water of tears and earthly sad despair which my materials be but near worn out by love's security she to my loss doth by her death repair and i might live long wretched so but that my fire doth with my fuel grow now as those active kings whose foreign conquest treasure brings receive more and spend more and soonest break this which i am amazed that i can speak this death hath with my store my use increased and so my soul more earnestly released will outstrip hers as bullets flown before a latter bullet may or take the powder being more a jet ring scent thou art not so black as my heart nor half so brittle as her heart thou art what wouldst thou say shall both our properties by thee bespoke nothing more endless nothing sooner broke marriage rings are not of this stuff 
Oh, why should aught less precious or less tough figure our loves? Except in thy name thou have bid it say, I am cheap, and naught but fashion, fling me away. Yet stay with me, since thou art come, circle this finger-top which didst her thumb, be justly proud, and gladly say, that thou dost dwell with me, she that, oh, broke her faith, would soon break thee. Negative Love I never stooped so low as they, which on an eye, cheek, lip can pray, seldom to them, which saw no higher than virtue or the mind to admire, for sense and understanding may know what gives fuel to their fire. My love, though silly, is more brave, for may I miss whene'er I crave, if I know yet what I would have. If that be simply perfectest, which can by no way be expressed but negatives, my love is so. To all which all love, I say, no. If any who deciphers best what we know not ourselves can know, let him teach me that nothing, this, as yet, my ease and comfort is, though I speed not, I cannot miss. THE PROHIBITION Take heed of loving me, at least remember I forbade it thee. THE PROHIBITION Take heed of loving me, at least remember I forbade it thee. Not that I shall repair my unthrifty waste of breath and blood upon thy sighs and tears by being to thee then what to me thou wast, but so great joy our life at once outwears, then lest thy love by my death frustrate be, if thou love me, take heed of loving me, take heed of hating me, or too much triumph in the victory, not that I shall be mine own officer, and hate with hate again retaliate but thou wilt lose the style of conqueror if i thy conquest perish by thy hate then lest my being nothing lessen thee if thou hate me take heed of hating me yet love and hate me too so these extremes shall neither's office do love me that I may die the gentle way. Hate me, because thy love's too great for me, or let these two themselves not me decay. So shall I love thy stage, not triumph be, lest thou thy love and hate and me undo to let me live, O oh, love, and hate me. Too. The expiration. So, so break off this last lamenting kiss, which sucks two souls and vapours both away. Turn thou ghost that way, and let me turn this 
and let ourselves be night our happiest day we ask none leave to love nor will we owe any so cheap a debt as saying go go and if that word have not quite killed thee ease me with death by bidding me go too oh if it have let my word work on me and a just office on a murderer do except it be too late to kill me so being double dead going and bidding go the computation for the first twenty years since yesterday i scarce believed thou couldst be gone away for forty more i fed on favours past and forty on hopes that thou wouldst they might last tears drowned one hundred and sighs blew out two a thousand i did neither think nor do or not divide all being one thought of you or in a thousand more forgot that too yet call not this long life but think that i am by being dead immortal can ghost die the paradox no lover saith i love nor any other can judge a perfect lover he thinks that else none can nor will agree that any loves but he i cannot say i love for who can say he was killed yesterday love with excessive heat more young than old death kills with too much cold we die but once and who loved last did die he that saith twice doth lie for though he seem to move and stir a while it doth the sense beguile such life is like the light which bideth yet when the light's life is set or like the heat which fire in solid matter leaves behind two hours after once i loved and died and am now become mine epitaph and tomb here dead men speak their last and so do i love slain lo here i lie farewell to love whilst yet to prove i thought there was some deity in love so did i reverence and gave worship as atheists at their dying hour call what they cannot name an unknown power as ignorantly did i crave thus when things not yet known are coveted by men our desires give them fashion and so as they wax lesser fall as they sighs grow but from late fair his highness sitting in a golden chair is not less cared for after three days by children than the thing which lovers so blindly admire and with such worship woo being had enjoying it decays and thence what before pleased them all 
takes but one sense, and that so lamely as it leaves behind a kind of sorrowing dullness to the mind. Ah, cannot we, as well as cocks and lions, jocund be after such pleasures, unless wise nature decreed, since each such act, they say, diminisheth the length of life a day, this, as she would man should despise the sport, because that other curse of being short, and only for a minute made to be, eager's desire to raise posterity. Since so, my mind shall not desire what no man else can find, I'll no more dote and run to pursue things which hadn't damaged me, and when I come where moving beauties be, as men do, when the summer's sun grows great, though I admire their greatness, shun their heat. Each place can afford shadows, if all fail, tis but applying worm-seed to the tail. A Lecture Upon the Shadow Stand still, and I will read to thee a lecture, love, in love's philosophy these three hours that we have spent walking here two shadows went along with us which we ourselves produced but now the sun is just above our head we do those shadows tread and to brave clearness all things are reduced so whilst our infant love did grow disguises did and shadows flow from us and our cares, but now tis not so. That love hath not attained the highest degree, which is still diligent, lest others see. Except our love at this noon stay, we shall new shadows make the other way. As the first were made to blind others, these which come behind will work upon ourselves and blind our eyes. If our loves faint and westwardly decline, To me thou falsely thine, And I to thee mine actions shall disguise. The morning shadows wear away, But these grow longer all the day, That, oh, love's day is short if love decay. Love is a growing, a full constant light, And his first minute, Afternoon is night. Sonnet, the token. Send me some token, that my hope may live, or that my easeless thoughts may sleep and rest. Send me some honey to make sweet my hive, that in my passion I may hope the best. I beg no ribbon wrought with thine own hands to knit our love in the fantastic strain of new-touched youth, nor ring to show the stands of our affection, that as that's round and plain, so should our loves meet in simplicity. No, nor the corals which thy wrist enfold, laced up together in congruity, to show our thoughts should rest in the same hold. No, nor thy picture, though most gracious, and most desired, 
because best like the best, nor witty lines, which are most copious within the writings which thou hast addressed. Send me nor this nor that to increase my store, but swear thou thinkst I love thee, and no more. Self-love He that cannot choose but love, and strives against it still, never shall my fancy move, for he loves against his will, nor he which is all his own, and can at pleasure choose, when I am caught he can be gone, and when he list refuse, nor he that loves none but fair, for such by all a sort, for he that can for foul ones care, for his judgment then is naught, nor he that hath wit, for he will make me his jest or slave, nor a fool, for when others he can neither, nor he that still his mistress pays, for she is thralled therefore, nor he that pays not, for he says within she's worth no more. Is there then no kind of men whom I may freely prove? I will vent that humour then in mine own self-love. End of section 17 End of Songs and Sonnets by John Donne